All right, welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast, uh, episode 191 here. Altai, joined this week by Remo. And we took we took a week off once again. It's been a very spotty month, guys. Oh, Lucifer's King, thank you for the sub. Much love. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a spotty month, guys. We've been traveling a lot. We had some family, uh, I guess, uh, issues come up, so we took care of those. Mm-hmm. And now, And now we are back. Back in business, here. back on schedule. Should be good. Back on schedule. And with that, I want to take you, Altai, to the MMOs.com website and check out the ads running on MMOs.com. Do you see those Edmonds Online ads? Well, that would require me to turn off Adblock. So once turn off. Whoa, whoa, you can't have Adblock running your own website? Come on, whitelist that, Altai. Whitelist it. Okay, so Edmonds actually advertising on MMOs.com. Full disclosure, they're giving us that you know, fat stacks of cash. So you can see the ads running. And they got a nice, busty elf lady with giant knockers. Big zazonkadonks. So I want you all to click on that Zazaka Donks ads and let's 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 see. I want to show you something on this game, Altai, all right? All right, I'm gonna click the ad and then just paste it here. All right, all right. There it is. and then oh uh, JK, I got I, I gotta break their homepage, not the ad link. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you that link, but it's actually pretty hilarious because I was I have not actually seen um I haven't actually looked at Edmonds in a long time. This game's been around for a long time, but I, I gave Altai a link to Edmonds. There's an event going on with the launch of this new uh, new expansion. They got like a new class or something. But what I want to take you to is the game's VIP club. Oh, my favorite. With the launch, with the launch of the expansion, they have, it looks like a new VIP club. And look at V7. I'll tell you, do you see V7? How much you got to spend to get 7.0? $7,999, guys. Easy spend. Have, yeah. Microtransactions in my ass. You got to spend $8,000 in Edmonds Online. For that max level VIP. If you scroll down, Altai, you can see what you get with that kind of money. The $8,000 growth reward, if you highlight it, you get a, a Light of the Lord, a Legendary Army Uniform Pack, Sage Wukong, and King Wukong Packs for spending that kind of dough. <laughs> Best 8000 I ever spent. <laughs> Isn't that remarkable, boys? $8,000. Like, there are people that spend $8,000 on Edmonds Online. And with Altai, I want to show you what this game entails, all right? This is this is quite the game, Altai. I mean, I imagine most people on our stream don't even know what this game looks like, all right? This game came out in 2006 in the West and a little bit um, well before that in the in the East. So I gave you a link to a trailer you can show off. This is uh, Edmund's official trailer. bit dated, but you can see what the actual graphics look like. This scroll, like, go to like 45 seconds and it'll, it starts from there. All right, let's see what we got going here. $8,000 for Edmonds VIP level 7. By the way, these guys are advertising with us, so hopefully they're not watching this. We're not really talking shit. We're just kind of, we're just kind of talking, right? It's not really a, a diss at them. It's just, you know, we're talking. We're just, this this we're looks so much worse than mobile MMOs today. Yes. And here's the thing. like, But the thing is, at least in this game, you have to actually play the game. It's not like autoplay. You got to at least like move around. And like, you kind of blow up the whole screen. Don't they have a built-in bot? I thought, I thought they had a built-in bot. Ooh, you're right, actually. Never mind. Uh, Conquer Online has built-in bot. and pretty sure this one does now, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is this is Edmonds Online, boys. Eight thousand dollars for the the VIP pack. I knew the expansion had a new class. I thought this game was actually surprisingly okay. It was actually I, I had fun with this one back in like forever ago when it was like free to play. Because back in two thousand six, like not everything was free to play. And for a free to play game, I was like, hey, this is really cool, right? But for me at least, when a lot of other free to play games came out, like better high quality games, more free to play, uh, I stopped playing Edmonds and Conquer Online again. Both by the same developer. But uh, it's a Chinese MMORPG as well. There aren't really that many Chinese, big Chinese MMORPGs in the West anymore. But yeah, this is, it's out there. Spend the $8,000 on this one. It's a, it is impressive that it's still out. But I got a good story now. So this game is okay. still out despite being, you know, over a decade old now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, other games have not fared so well. We have a game that we was very original. Give us some hope here on MMOs.com. 
but it did not make it. And I'm talking about Worlds Adrift. This was supposed to be another one of those big survivor ga survival games like Rust, but with the added sprinkle that it's uh, open world, single shard, everyone can play together, and it's mm -hmm. built on this magical uh, vaporware called Spatial OS. Whoa, Spatial <laughs> OS is backed by uh, SoftBank. They got like $100 million in funding. Why is it vaporware all the time? It's, listen, for years now, we've been hearing about this, but every single game that uses it either drops it or nothing happens. It just yes. goes nowhere. It just, I don't think there's anything to Spatial OS. It's just, it's just nothing. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of games like advertising, oh, our special sauce is Spatial OS, and then nothing happens, and Spatial OS gets dropped. I think one of those um, crowdfunding games did it too. Was it Chronicles of Chronicles Illyria? Chronicles of Illyria, yeah. Yeah, they, they gave up on Spatial OS as well. But yeah, it's Rip, uh, Rip uh, World's Drift, though. I, I had fun with that one, even though when I first played it, it was like unbelievably laggy. It was a fun game. I, mean, I, I don't think it really holds a candle to, um, to Rust or Ark. I think Rust is still my favorite game of that genre. But the beauty of this game was it was more like bigger servers. Yeah, and, and you know, it's been in playable in some form of alpha now for years, but it never actually left that early access slash alpha phase. And uh, it just, I don't know, it just petered out. So I want to talk about what this means for Spatial OS, other games trying to do this kind of big, everyone plays together, magic technology mm -hmm. thing. I think mm -hmm. this is a huge blow to the industry, I mean, industry, genre. I what think mean? it shows that there we don't have the technology currently required to actually allow thousands of players to play at the same time together. Well, we've seen it in Planetside, too, where you can fit, like, a thousand players in a single battlefield. It's worked. It's just, I guess, Spatial OS hasn't worked in that regards. Well, right, but, but, but the special thing here, apparently, was that, you know, not only can you play together, but there's a lot of moving parts. You can, you know, mine mm -hmm. and dig and, and fly those ships together. With the Rust model, I guess it's not yeah, going to work. Yeah. I mean, we, there's a new one. There's another, um, another game kind of like Rust and uh, World's Drift coming out. By uh, Frozen Bite, it's some, I think Danish or Finnish studio. It's somewhere, it's somewhere in the Nordics over there. Uh, coming out early at the end of the year, but it's another game just like this. You know, it's promising, basic survival elements, open, a big space exploration. But I'm not optimistic. I think Rust and Ark have that market cornered. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I I, I don't know. I, I, also, another game that's shutting down this week. Maybe you haven't heard of this one, more. Tree of Life. Remember that? It was one of the first games. We were excited about here at MMOs.com. Rest in pepperoni, tree yeah. of life. Also shutting down. Um, or I should say it's going to some kind of maintenance mode where it's basically shut down. Listen, Ica Online, okay? Zhao Lin pointed out, Altai, if you search Google for Ica Online right now, the, the one thing they advertise right on their homepage, all right? Altai is a thousand versus thousand PvP, all right? But there aren't even like a hundred players online in Ica. Let alone a thousand versus thousands. So if you go to their homepage, it says right on their homepage, a thousand versus thousand epic wars. There you go, Altai. A thousand versus thousand in Ica. Yeah, I don't. Well, somehow these older games did pull it off, you know, to some extent. It seems like most of the older games, the castle sieges, like, it's like 150, 200 players. I mean, rarely did the numbers get that big. Mm -hmm. But a lot of old games did have functional PvP with castle sieges and whatnot. Even like War of Ragnarok Online with War of Imperium, like, that fit a good amount of players in a single map. I still maintain one way or another. Somehow the, the the network technology is just not keeping up with the rest yeah. of it. So we just we get, we're seeing less and less players concurrently. You know, even Diablo three. I remember when Diablo three came out. Oof. Okay, it was um, it was uh, four players per per like match or group, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Diablo two was eight, and it worked. Around we joined servers when we were kids with eight people in Diablo two, and it just worked. Mm -hmm. You know, you can run around. Everyone does their own thing. You can PvP. It's all fine. So why is it that Diablo 3 is 4? 
So, I don't know. Can't you like dive and trade items in Diablo Three anymore? No, you can't. You can't trade items. How awful is that? that ugh. Well, that's separate. Like, that's like an econ econ thing. It's but... not even like an MO anymore, basically, boys. It's single player gaming. All right. Before we get off the topic, we did mention uh, uh, Edmonds Online earlier. We mentioned this a few times in the past, but I got to point out again. I linked you all tie a link to a uh, bot jail for Conquer Online. Okay, Conquer Online is basically the same game as uh, Edmonds. Uh, same publisher, same developer. Bot jail. Very similar art style. If they basically have something called a bot jail, where basically uh, they're committed to maintaining a fair game environment in Conquer Online. Those who have been caught using illegal programs or other rule violations, you will be put into jail. And apparently, you're, they're very committed to maintaining a fair game environment. And in jail, if you pay 2,000 CPs, which is their premium currency, they let you out of jail. So if you get banned for cheating, you pay you pay, you pay pay 20 bucks and they let you go. You, you, the second time they catch you for cheating, you pay 50 bucks, they let you go. The third time, 100 bucks, and then they let you go. Is that something? And the day of the audacity to say on this page that TQ Digital is committed to maintaining a fair game environment for Conquer Online. In what world is paying for unbanned a fair game environment? In Beijing. In <laughs> see, Beijing. See, there the, you go. The word fair doesn't mean uh, the same thing to everyone, you know? So in Ooh. China, just fair means paying for it. That's fair. You know, it's like a fair, fair deal. I guess. Makes sense. Just like IRL. There you go. <laughs> you get away with you know, by, uh, paying off your tickets or something. If it gets you know, caught speeding or something. Yeah, it's just a weird system. I, they mean a fair price. Okay, there you go. I think yeah, I'll tell you this right. I guess it, it is a Chinese game, so I guess it doesn't make sense. You know, we can't we can't apply our Western values of fairness, and we can't apply our Western values of what constitutes a good game to what the Asians think are a good game. And with that, we should probably talk a little bit about um a game that Altai and I both played this last week because we've been traveling a lot these last few weeks. Altai and I both played World of Kings. So I put up um. First look video for this game already, but I'll tell you I've been playing a bit, so I'll tell you, you want to talk a little about World of Kings? Sure, so this is a mobile MMO, and it's very much in the Chinese vein. And it's, and I can, this is why. You level, you know, autoplay, level quickly, etc. But then when you hit around level 27, leveling just stops. Like, it's, it's not the max level, 60 is the max level, but it kind of stops. You got to do all this other stuff, just, you know, to progress. And in that way, it reminds me a lot of Revelation Online. Um, mm. But the graphic style is is, you know, very, very, very inspired by world of warcraft so it's basically mm -hmm. a mobile wow uh with kind of revelation online-esque progression and it, it kept our interest honestly for like a day or two uh which is mo more more than most of these games yeah i mean we've i've played a lot of chinese like mobile mrpgs for like usually like 20, 10 15 minutes at a time from like okay this game actually sucks ass i mean most of these games i'm gonna say they suck ass uh world of kings uh full disclosure pretty sure they gave us like a couple hundred bucks for covering them uh, on emos.com we put a game page up for them or something but uh the game itself wasn't bad it just like it started off good, but when you hit that wall, you hit that Revelation Online style checkbox style gameplay. Some really weird like design decisions, right? With like what you're supposed to do, and we've seen this in Revelation Online, and we've seen this in a lot of mobile and more PGs, Chinese mobile and more PGs specifically, where it's almost like they don't know what like what to do in the game, right? So these Chinese game developers, they they create like this very grindy system. Okay, you log in every day, and you have all these daily quests to do, and you you reach these you reach this wall of like daily quests like within a couple hours of playing the game. So in World of Kings, for example, you get 150 um, stamina points every day, and running a dungeon takes 10 points. So you and you just run a random dungeon 15 times every day. I'm not joking, guys. 15 times you're running the same easy ass dungeon, 15 times in a row every single day because you get a percentage experience for completing it. It's not like a, a nominal amount; you get percentage based. So everyone just keeps running these dungeons all day, and you do these side quests, and then you're done for the day. And you, you wait till tomorrow, and you do the same thing again. Like, in what world is that fun? Like the, honestly, the first time I ran the dungeon. Even with like some autoplay stuff, it was kind of cool. Like dodging the attacks and whatnot was really cool. But after I ran the dungeon like 25 times, what am I doing? I I'm running the same crap dungeon for the 25th time. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and another issue. 
the UI in these games is just not intuitive. Like the the daily things you have the checkboxes you gotta fill, right? Like you gotta do these little guild quests, you gotta do these little uh like these other quests, you gotta do this thing. But they're all in different menus. And you gotta like mm-hmm. scroll, click, scroll, click, and it, it is a very convoluted UI. And it, it really reminds me of Revelation, because Revelation has the same issues in my opinion. It had too many currencies, too many little things going on. Um you gotta travel to different places. You gotta kill like five hundred monsters a day, but you don't actually get any experience for killing these monsters. You get these like random blue um Soul currency, soul a different currency, a different yeah. currency, which you feed into your artifact, which gives you a bonus. Uh, like, uh, it just, it's just not. You know, the beauty of levels, guys, is the level, like level one, two, three, five, ten. It kind of represented your how far you, your, how much you progressed, right? It was all kind of enmeshed in that number. So now, in these kind of games, we don't have a level. You have a level, but that's you know, you go from one to twenty-seven really quick, like in, in like four hours. But then from uh, twenty-seven to thirty takes like three days. And there's actually a lot of progress being made in those three levels, but it's all like hidden in all these other currencies and upgrades, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just confusing. Why can't we just make the leveling smoother, you know, a little slower? That's fine, but let the level represent your power and progress. I don't, it's very simple, guys in China. Figure this out. And what really kind of grinded my gears about this game too is like when, when you when you start playing early on too, you start seeing the world. Like there's a large, persistent world in the game. The game runs beautifully. Like it runs super smooth. It's got really good graphics, I think, actually, for a mobile game. It's got this huge open world area you can fly around in. You can see different cities. It's ginormous and it's persistent. You can see other players running around. It feels like a world, right? But the problem is everything is autoplay. Just like Revelation mm-hmm. Online on the PC, where you're basically clicking run here, run there, run there. Everything moves automatically, so you have no sense of where anything is. But beyond that. When you click to go somewhere for a quest, there's an icon that pops up like teleport instantly. You click on the icon, you automatically teleport to your quest location. So really, the first four hours of this game, three, four hours is spent teleporting from point A to point B. Like literally just teleporting. So you have no sense of where anything is. The world is meaningless. And it's it's almost like you're playing like Excel the game. You see numbers going up on Excel. And what you're doing in the game, like there's a disconnect between the world and like the gameplay and the fun. Like it just, what am I doing? If they took this game, they took off the autoplay and they, they took off the, like, the auto running maybe it'll tell you where the quests are that's fine it would appeal i think to westerners a bit more because these games don't do well outside of china like this game probably makes a lot of money in china as does crusaders of light as does a lot of these mobile and more pgs but this game I, I don't get it like where's the game it's autoplay it, it's definitely one of the better autoplay chinese mobile and more pgs but it falls in the same flaws that we've seen in crusaders of light and every other game like this and it's weird because some people still like these games and the younger people especially, uh, they grew up playing these games. Like, if, if maybe people, kids are getting into MMOs nowadays, these are their options. Because kids aren't playing, like, PC games anymore, really. A lot of kids are playing mobile only. Like, especially, like, if, if, you know, if you're growing up now, like, you, you're going to skip the PC, you're going to skip the laptop, and play mobile games right away. So people are playing this game instead of, like, WoW or, or Guild Wars or ESO. And they're being introduced to MMOs in this fashion. And their idea of what games are now is basically autoplay. And we were talking about in the, in the pregame before, too, it just... The, it's weird how they're, they're, like, the, the younger generation's perception of what a game is is autoplay, and it's gonna it's gonna be reflected in future products, and we're all gonna suffer for it. I would really be interested in seeing the demographic for this game. So you think the younger generation will will um... has to? It's younger. Well, I, I I don't know if I agree. I think this game was clearly made to kind of tug at the nostalgia and uh, experience of. So imagine like you're forty, thirty today, like and you work mm-hmm. a job, you don't have time mm-hmm. to play WoW. Even the, even the classic, even the current WoW, right? You just don't have the time. You might not even have a gaming PC anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this phone, you see, okay, oh, and you're kind of, it's an MMO, kind of, when you, when you look at the graphics, you think of your old you know, high school days or college days mm-hmm. playing WoW. I think that's the customer for this kind of game. It's, I mean, the kid, 
you know, kids are playing Subway Surfer. They, they're not playing this. I really don't think. What, kids... what the heck is Subway Surfer? You don't know what Subway Surfer is? No, what's Subway Surfer? What is that? It's the, it was the most downloaded game in in history. What are you talking about? I, I've never heard of this game before. How did you not hear about Subway Surfer? Feels old, man. Anyone in chat heard about this? Everyone's heard of this. It's got over. No way everyone's heard of this. Okay, if you've heard of Subway Surfer, give me an A in chat. If you haven't, put give me an N. Uh, no one's. I'm giving you an N. Never heard of this. <laughs> this this game is the most downloaded game in in the world. How have I never heard of this? Show me. I'm I'm watching the stream. Let's see this. I'm seeing. I'm uh, you know. I'm seeing a lot more A's, but there's there's a good number of N's. Okay. Okay. I, I'm surprised. I've never heard of this. this is, I've never even seen a video for this. This I is maybe after I saw it, I would see it. This is the most downloaded game in history. Is it just like Temple Run, but like yes, it's with, yes. instead of instead of like a temple, you're running through like a train. I think Josh uh, put it the best. It's Temple Run, but trash. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very low bar, by the way. Temple Run's a low bar. You know, honestly, real talk, boys. Josh, Eve, and everyone. This game actually looks more engaging. Than like uh, like most Chinese autoplay mobile games. At least you have to like jump and like do stuff. You know, it's not like auto, it's not like an autoplay. Anyway, so I think I think this is what kids are playing. I don't think kids are playing uh, the, that previous this one. Hold on, when I say kids, I, I don't mean like the, the kids playing like Roblox or like like I'm not talking like below ten. I'm talking like thirteen and twelve. No, you know, I, don't, those- I don't think they're playing this. I think the age for this is a little older. It's people who grew up, uh, not grew up, but as they were kids. They played fantasy MMOs, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the free-to-play, maybe copies of WoW and stuff. And now they no longer play PC games, and they just kind of see the graphics, they see the trailer, and they kind of get reminded of their youth. Maybe. Yeah, that's, my, that's my guess. Just, I, I see so much potential in these mobile games to, like, actually be pretty good. I don't. Like, the production value is there. Like, the, no. They actually hired the, one of the, the, the composers for World of Warcraft. The guy who did the music for World of Warcraft, Breath of the Lich King, and every expansion after that, as well as Diablo 3 and Hearthstone. Like, he, the music of the game is actually really good. And when you're playing the game, you're like, wow, is this like WoW ripoff music? It sounds like ripoff music from WoW. But they look at who made the music. Okay, it's not really ripoff because it's a guy who made the music for WoW. So it's very similar, obviously. Oh, don't get me wrong. So, uh, the production quality is, is amazing. Um, like you said, the audio is great. The graphics are, you know, obviously copied from WoW, but they're actually, you know, pretty, really good for a mobile game, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, the spell effects are pretty cool. Everything looks, you know, nice. But uh, it's missing that one key, key ingredient of any kind of soul, any kind of uh, in- inspiration to do anything in the game. Like, I, you have no incentive to, uh, not even, you have no desire to learn these characters' histories. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and if there was no autoplay, it wouldn't work, because I'm sure that the text is probably written horribly. It's probably like, mm-hmm. hey, adventurer, you know, do this. There's no, like, inspiration with the characters i feel so even if there yeah. was no autoplay i don't think that it would be a very uh engaging game i don't know i mean it's still one of the better uh mobile and more pieces from china i know we, you played um what was it tales of world that one just came out as well yeah and like we we do like trying these games but everyone says maybe if we shit on mobile games too much like when i see a big budget like game that's advertised everywhere like tales of world was advertised everywhere right tales of wind and i saw what's it called all tales of wind Tales of Wind, not Tales of World. Yeah. So I'll try, I'll try to download that game and I watch him play it like in person for like a couple, like at least an hour. And it is actually like the, the most hilarious voice acting ever. I, I, if you haven't played the game, I recommend you give it a try. Only because like the voice acting is so bad. It's comically bad. You have to listen to the story though. Listen to the story with the voice acting, you'll get a good laugh out of it. Yes, highly recommend it, guys. After, this, after the podcast, please download this game and listen to it. The audio. Play for like, play for like 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Does, does it look like Tria Savior? Guys, what do you guys think? That, actually, gameplay in that one looks pretty cool, though. Let's give me some TOS vibes. Uh, definitely give me some TOS vibes there, for sure. At least in that zone, you know? Some of the zones don't look like that, but that one does. 
Yeah, mobile games, boys. Mobile games. You know, you mentioned earlier um, a game shutting down. There is another game shutting down this week that uh, I actually just put up the story for it at Mose.com right now, unfortunately. unfortunately. The game is World, uh, Warlords Awakening. War- really? It's shutting down? It's shutting down. So, Altai, this is the third time this game is shutting down. Perhaps this time, the <laughs> world will be blessed. It'll die for the... Th- the third time will be a charm. It'll be dead for good. This is literally the third time this game is shutting down. Yes, it is already shutting down. Guys, who would have guessed? Get this, guys. The game launched as In Spirit Online. Free to play. Shut down. Launched as Eloa. Shut down. Actually, it launched as Eloa twice. It launched... This is the fourth time it's shutting down. My bad. Fourth time. Because it launched as Eloa twice. And now it's now, and then it, it was free to play back then. And like the geniuses that made this game are like, you know what? Our game is fucking amazing. The fourth time is a charm. We got it. Nobody played our game when it was free to play. So we got an idea. We're going to make it buy to play. So they made the game buy to play. And surprise, surprise, nobody played it. Like, Pure scam. If no one's playing this game as a free to play game, like nobody's playing this, why would anybody play it when it costs money? Like the less people are going to play it when it costs money. So now anyone that bought this game in the last year. Spoilers, you just lost your money because the game is shutting down. And it's shutting down on Ju- in June, later this month. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see it relaunch again because this is the f- actually the fourth time it's shutting down. And hopefully, it just stays dead. Actually, hopefully, uh, Warlords Awakening, guys, sell me your game. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll pay you a thousand buckaroos for Warlords Awakening. Give me that full license all right, in English. All right, I want to buy it for fun. All right? That's my offer. $1,000 offer, Warlords Awakening. If the Korean company listens to this by some ungodly way... Hook me up. Uh, Omer at MMOs.com. But yeah, no surprises. This is actually the game. The funniest part about this game um, was the fact that uh, we linked it before on their forum. I, we can show it on, uh, on, on stream again. So when this game first launched on Steam, one of the tags for it on Steam was single player, which is very weird, right? Why would a single player tag appear in MMO? So somebody asked on the game's official forums on, on, when it first launched on, on Steam. Single player in tags, so I can play it offline too? How does it work in an MMO? Because you saw the single player tag. And you see the response. Although you can read it, it's an amazing response. All right, so here is the developer responding to this statement. He says, The game tag single player simply refers to being played by one person on one machine. The other tag has multiplayer, which would be multiple people on the same PC. In some <laughs> sense, you're right, but there's ambiguity in the tag, and we apologize for that. It's an online multiplayer game, but still feel it falls under the tag single player for the above reasons. <laughs> what? <laughs> By that, look at the next response. It's perfect because that Boris Lamchi guy, he says what we're all thinking. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Every game is single player by that logic. Wow, it's a single player game. Yeah, they they, they developer. So, what a surprise! The game's gonna fail when your developer is this like backwards, like completely batshit crazy, and low intelligence gaming. Where they're trying to defend the fact they put the single player tag on there, and maybe they put it there because they maybe they actually believe that. Maybe they want to you know catch people that are searching uh, Steam for you know actually. I got a theory that, that says this game was a scam. Here's a theory. Maybe they realize the game sucks ass and no one's going to play it, right? And then maybe they thought by charging money and putting the single-player category, they might be able to rope some like people with the single-player games in the game. Like They'll see the single-player tag. They might buy it. They're trying to widen their audience that way. Maybe. Uh-huh. I, I think they just literally slapped every possible tag. You know? Like, they, mm-hmm. just, they, just, they just keyword stuffed it. Yeah, but it, it's not just that. Did they actually try defending their decision? You know, oh. they, it, you know this guy's actually defending their decision. Uh, Iontex hooked me up with them. Uh... Thousand bucks standing offer for this game. I want the full rights outside of Korea. They have the Korean mark. I don't care. But yeah, uh, rest in pepperoni, Warlords Awakening. If you want to play it, the game is free to play now until shutdown. Uh, so at least it's free to play till then. I'm sure there's private service for this game as well. The game is called Eloa. I mean, so just if you search Eloa, you'll find it. Actually, the sleaziest part about this game 
was they never told anybody it was a relaunch of LOI. Like normally when you change your game's name and relaunch, you tell people what it was called. At nowhere on the game's Steam page when it first launched, they say it was a remake of LOI. In fact, I'm pretty sure it still doesn't say anything about LOI. So they kind of like snuck that past everybody. They didn't make it obvious. If your MO has no players, it's a single player game. Honestly, a lot of MOs can be played as a single player game, basically. That is uh, true. F you, Skay. Thank you for that Twitch Prime sub. Much love. And actually, the way a lot of these mobile and more PGs have kind of trained us, like, these games play themselves. And I feel like in more PGs in general are becoming more and more single player. Like, you can, a lot of people that play more MOs now, like, I see threads on RMORPG saying, like, what's a good MORPG I can play by myself? And it's kind of sad that so many MORPGs are basically allowing players to play by themselves. In fact, I know Final Fantasy XIV is going down this, um, this route as well with Shadowbringers. So, Alta, I, mean, I don't think you know this, but uh, they're launching something in the game called the Trust System. Let me show you a video for that. The real Trust quick. System. Yes, it's a similar system that you see in, um, in, um, in Final Fantasy XI. Essentially, you can have, um, you can, you can have um, pets in the game that can oh. like, queue up with you. So just search YouTube. You can, you can search. Yes, on this reminds me of uh, they did this in F eleven as well, right? You can you have these yeah. like companions. Mm -hmm. So what's going on right now? They did it specifically to allow players to play by themselves. So you know, normally if you play Final Fantasy fourteen and you want to do like a, let's say a daily uh, leveling roulette, right, where it'll give you a random dungeon and you get like a bonus, like, set amount of percentage XP for doing that dungeon, right? You queue up for it, right? You queue up and you find other like minded players and you do it together. With Final Fantasy fourteen, when they add a trust system. You can choose to not queue with anybody and do it only with like your own adventure squad, like a squad of NPCs. So it's going to take away like what little like mandatory player interaction the game had. And obviously, I see some benefits of that. Of like at least you get insta queues this way. You don't have to wait for like if you're playing a DPS queues might be a bit long. But it's it's it kind of defeats the purpose of an MO. I think if everyone's like it's going to be optimal play to do these with your own bots. Yes. You, you know. Because it's insta queues. You're playing DPS. You don't want to wait. You can just do it instantly. Why don't you just let you bot your main character too at that point? Just just watch the yeah. bots play. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, and, and you still have to, like. It's just really weird because do you like it command, really takes away? Do you command yeah. the bots like a pet or what? what do you tell them what? No, no they, 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 they probably play for play play you know, automatically. But you control your main character still, so you still have to play yourself. But the sad part is, it takes away any kind of you know player interaction in the game. And I, I do feel like, you know, if I want to play a single player game, I can do that. Like with MO, I want at least interact with people you know at least in we, people always like talk shit like oh my god this guy in my dungeon was so bad like but it's still it gives you some kind of story to tell like that interaction you had with somebody is more meaningful than just literally auto playing and that auto play but running a solo dungeon and more pg it just defeats the purpose in my opinion yeah yeah but i think obviously the market is just i think just following the people's desires you know you can level up the trust characters too. Ooh, so there's some like, there's, 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 like obviously the trust has a lot to it, but like it takes away player interaction. Uh, your uh, hangouts call dropped for me, Amor. If you want to oh. re recall me or something, I will give you a recall there. Still excited to play. Um, I'm still excited to play. Um, you know, Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers when that launches. You know, there's a there's a classic book on I guess I don't know what, I don't know what you call this policy social policy called mm -hmm. Bowling Alone. All right. So I've actually I, never heard of it. Give, give me, give me the TLDR, Altai. Okay, well, it's basically uh, discusses the ways. I think it came out early two thousands. It's basically details how uh, people these days are losing connection to family, friends, uh, religious groups, social community, you know, community groups. So the average person today, they ask him, "How many people do you have? Like friends? Do you have? How many friends do you have that you can rely on in like a crisis or something? Right? Mm -hmm. it's close friends, basically. And the number goes down." You know, every couple of years. So now I think the average person has less than two in America. Wow. So 
Bowling Alone, that's the book is about that. But now imagine this. MMOing Alone. It's a sequel, okay, written by gamers. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I like it all time. <laughs> so MMOing Alone, we, we, we poll and interview MMO players. How many people do you interact with a day, a week, a month in MMOs, right? Party, mm-hmm. guild, how many, how many times do you, do you talk in your guild? I bet the numbers are going down. I bet you're right, actually. MMOing Alone. <laughs> So I mentioned I was actually bowling alone a few weeks ago. Uh, Derpy was saying, I mean, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, Derpy. I, I still go to the movies alone sometimes, you know? People say, oh, how could you, like, go to a restaurant or a movies alone? Like, easily, you know? Easy? Yeah, I got the best company in the world. It's called Remo, all right? I get to hang out with myself. All right? The real endgame in FF14 is ERP anyway. Uh, I've been Sami. I think you just described the endgame of any MMORPG. All right? ERP. Altai. If you're playing, uh, you're playing World of Warcraft, all right, in a dark and stormy night, and a night elf walks up to you and she PMs you some lewd things. Would you respond lewd back? Lewd things. I would like that's troll. That's very, very well written lewd things. Let's say. I would troll. I would troll. You know, I would respond though. Yeah, I enjoy. Okay. I enjoy. Um, you know, you can you can attest to this. When we're playing Warcraft three custom games, we join a random lobby, right? Even you know, before the game starts, etc. I'm just goofing off. I'm like messaging people. You know, mm-hmm. I'm. I enjoy talking to people when I'm playing those games. Okay, there is Altai is. Oh, hold on. Is ERPing cheating? Is ERPing cheating? Okay, there you go. That's a good question. Altai, would would your would your, would your girlfriend Altai get upset if you are ERPing yeah. with uh, with a cute net elf girl? I, I think she would. Oh, she... there's no picture. They, they don't send you a picture. You don't know what they look like. They they claim to be a girl, and that's it. There's like no communication. Well, that actually the makes it. If they claim to be a girl, that that would make it cheating. If I just if it's just I don't know, or you know, then it's maybe not. But if if they say if they literally say I am a girl IRL. Suck my dick, or I'll suck your dick. That's obviously cheating. <laughs> right? Right. Well, how is it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are playing a role-playing game, and you are ro- you're not cheating, Altai. But why are you telling me they're a girl? Uh, Altai, wait, it should, wait, it shouldn't matter then. It, Toen, the, war, the, the orc warrior, is cheating. Not you, Altai. Toen, the orc warrior. But they break that fifth wall, or whatever you call it, fourth wall, and they tell me that there's a female behind the keyboard, right? No, they don't. Let's say they don't. Well, they, okay. they, 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 don't. they say I'm a girl, but they're referring to their character. All right, Altai, you happy? <laughs> They're, okay, if it's all in character, I, I could argue then that's not cheating. But if, if you know, if it goes beyond that, which by the way, I really don't believe. I mean, you know more of this world than I do. I mm-hmm. legit don't believe these people are, are peeing. Like their character, they, they're just trying to jerk off. Like there is no, the goal is not to role play. The goal is to just jerk off. To hold work. on, hold. I'm gonna say no to that. Really? All right. Why? Yeah, I think there's more to it. I no, to I it. bet they. Hey, you girl. Hey, send me a picture. I bet within five minutes of an ERP, it's hey, do you have a picture, baby, on Discord, and they want to see an actual IRL picture. Some people, yes, but I think the I majority, think the majority, the majority, the vast okay, majority. I don't know. I don't know. I have not ERP'd in a long time, so I cannot give you a... It's a toehold. It's a toehold. Hey there, cutie, bunny girl. Oink, wink. And then five minutes later, hey, add me on Discord. Yeah, yeah. send me a picture. <laughs> Turn on webcam. Like That's that's what it comes down to. Come on. Come on. No, no. I, I don't think so. Some people will really go ham into it. Like, it's not, like They don't even get to the good stuff right away. you got to work towards it, you know? Sure, but they want to. They, the, the goal is to get them on Discord, get the cam open, see the pics. All right? That's the goal. All right? Everything before that is just... Uh, Hold on, that's not true. Very often, you don't even want to turn the cam on because, like, or let's picture, real talk. Re- hold on, real. Th- you don't want to see it. A lot of people don't want to see the picture because, hold on. If I got a cute cat girl in Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, or a cute Aura, why do I want to? Why do I want to spoil that beautiful picture with like, what they actually look like in real life? Okay, I got that beautiful ten out of ten cat girl that looks beautiful. There's no way the picture is gonna live up to that. They could be, they could be large. They could be unattractive. I'll, I don't want to ruin my imagination. I really? want to keep. I want to keep it perfect. So you're not gonna ask this guy. They could be, exactly. I, I don't want to know. Hey, hold on. If I'm ERPing with a dude, right, and he's pretending to be a girl, I, I don't want to know. 
I prefer the mystery. I don't know. Okay, maybe. But but you, the way you even started this was saying, okay, you're role playing with this night elf, and then she claims to be a girl, right? Yeah. Well, that would because you said that because you know that you know it matters to these people Europeaning. What the actual right? It does matter. I mean, if it didn't, right, they sure. wouldn't mention it. Sure. Okay. Like, all- I, I don't want to know what they look like. All right. If I have like, because listen, listen. If, I, if I'm if I'm whacking it, and I, in my mind, I am seeing. This 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 character in the game, and I think Final Fantasy XIV has got a very attractive character model. So I want to keep it that way, all right? Why risk spoiling that image? Well, I think Derpy, you have, you have a good point. I think what you are, when we were younger, when you know, not every computer had a webcam, let alone a mic. You know, we have, we we didn't have this stuff. People still say they have no mic, and I don't buy it for a second. People are like, exactly. oh, sorry, I can't talk. I don't got no mic. Exactly. Shut the fuck. Up. I think... just say you don't want to talk. Don't tell me. Don't lie to me. Yes, it, it's a lot. Hard. You cannot get away with it now. If someone tells me they don't have a mic or or a cam, I know or like. But they can't just take a picture with their phone and send it on Discord. Like they're obviously lying, right? But back in my day, you could you could ERP and you would never use your real names. You would never have a chance of like seeing each other, right? So you could kind of keep it in game. Yeah, I think it's so hard to do today. I think it's really hard. Does yeah. it ha- does it happen? Yeah, sure. But I think the vast majority of these ERP sessions, they want to graduate to uh, Discord, Skype as soon as possible. I don't know. Some people, yeah, for sure. I, I don't really get paint a whole brush that way. Actually, there's a fun story. Not really fun, kind of sad. But there's a Roblox story this week, guys. That's here. In the UK, here's what happened in Roblox, boys. So this uh, mother uh, lets her little kid play Roblox. And uh, you mm-hmm. know, they have all the filters on. So she, there's no talk, no chat, right? Mm-hmm. But, but somehow, this guy tricks this kid into uh, downloading a third-party chat. It doesn't mention the app. Maybe, maybe Discord, maybe something, right? Where it kind of overlays on top of Roblox. So you can chat. You're, you're chatting in Discord, but it's showing up on your Roblox, right? Mm-hmm. Like, show up on the screen with Roblox. So then they go to a special room and they start ERPing with this kid. And this, they, they, this guy tricks the kid and taking pictures of like his, you know, his wee wee or whatever and sending it. Whoa. And then the kid kind of gets like all like crazy. And the mom's like trying to figure out what's, what's wrong with the kid. And then she looks at the computer. And then there's all this like you know, just bad pictures of the, of the kid. And then oh my god, what happened? And then they go to like a psychologist. Now she's trying to yeah. sue the company and get a game banned from like UK. It's it crazy. ain't Roblox's fault. Cut, cut him some slack. I mean, I don't know, man. And Roblox says, hey, you know, you, you, the filters were on. Um, but now they're saying you shouldn't, for kids' games, or if you have kids' filters on, there should be no way to overlay uh, chat apps on top of it. So it will never have the personal responsibility, huh? But for a four-year-old? Yeah. How is the four-year-old supposed to be responsible? Whatever happened to parental responsibility, huh? The parent, how, wait, here's the problem. I hate, I hate when people say this because it's such a cop-out, okay? No. All right. The, 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 you have no idea what the so, you know the economic education level of, the, of this parent is. What do they don't know no. about the laptop? What they don't know about computers? They don't know about the chat apps. Like you're you're assuming the parent knows everything about like what mobile phones, computers, VR. Like how do you to keep track of all they, this? They don't they don't have to know any of that. They, they can know that a kid on a computer could take a picture of his dick and send it to people online. They know that's possible, right? Well, I mean, no, they probably never thought yes, of that. They, they probably never thought of that. They, they, Come on, what? Come on. I think a lot of parents they work with them. They're working. Have they never heard of internet porn? They, they have. It's, it's where they, they, they have the lock. They have the locks on on the on the laptop. They thought that's it. No, uh, it's a parents' fault. Roblox gets gets a free pass. It's a free pass from Remo. All right. Well, I think it's a I think it's a fair argument that because of things like this, there should be a once the child lock is activated, nothing can overlay on top of it, right? So, for example, they thought they were role playing their character in Roblox, right? Sure. But and, and they saw the chat. It basically got around. Basically, what functionally did was get around the chat because now. You're still in game. You still see the chat as if it's in game, but it's in the, you know it's in the background. Sure. Yeah. People are correctly pointing. I think this is 2019. It's 30 years old now. If it was 1990, Altai. Yeah, maybe there's some responsibility with the game developer. 
maybe maybe I think when when like new parents, for example, at the hospital when they you know the, the parent that the kid plops out, maybe the nurse tells them okay, like there's like a mandatory one hour class on internet safety or something. You know, like heads up, you know, this can be a thing. You know, it, it seems like it's so obvious too. Like they should no, know. It's, it seems obvious to us, Omar, but I, I I don't know. I don't think it's obvious. To me, it's like okay, you, you drive into the desert and you throw your kid, your your five year old into the desert. How and is drive that? Away. Whoa, whoa, hold whoa. on, and he get and he, and he gets mauled to death by a hyena. Okay, and like whoa, I didn't know, bro. Didn't know. That was my fault. I know hyenas live here. Come on, come on, Altai. You two parents' per- fault. No, well, I, 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 what does that mean? It's, at the end of the day, okay, let's say let's say you're right. It is the parents' fault, right? Okay. Okay, guess what? The, that, that kid is now scarred. That kid's going to be a member of society that we got to deal with, right? He's going to be a voter. Okay. He's going to be a worker. He's going to be a citizen, sure. right? We got a responsibility to our future uh, yeah, citizens. Like I said. Our future work, uh, fellow people, right? It's up to the... I think I think there should be a one-hour mandatory class on how to, how to like not be a retard when it comes to internet usage for your kids. A mandatory class. Oh, okay, fine. You know, okay, sure. Like, maybe like... Maybe like well, like the moms and the you know giving birth, you know, or maybe like I don't know, whatever. The, the, the dad that goes to the lesson, I don't know. They put it in the hospital, they'll figure it out. It's a one-hour class. Bada bing, bada boom. We're all Gucci. End of the day, whose ever fault it is, Omar? We, now we got a scar four-year-old who's gonna you know bang bang the school when he gets older because he's in. A- I don't know. I don't know if taking dick pictures in Roblox <laughs> equals you know bang banging <laughs> the school when you're older. I'm not sure these are correlated. Point is, point is, it's all of our responsibility. Get ban Roblox. All right, I'm just kidding. All right. Ban Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We, we should probably go to arguably the biggest news of the week lost ark boys it's finally happening in mother russia not quite in uh in english just yet but there is a uh, lost ark something's happening with lost ark they got a they got a closed beta happening on the on the russian version and it's not really a closed beta it's actually they call it a demo so it's actually kind of worse than uh worse than a closed beta but it's i think it's the first time outside of korea the game will be available in some form and that closed beta runs until I think uh, June sixth. It's like the one thing everybody knows in Russian, by the way. So people have already been playing uh, Lost Ark here in America through the Korean servers. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect more Westerners will have access through the Russian servers, especially in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be exposed to more people. It is kind of sad that it is kind of coming out in this tiered phase. It's kind of following mm-hmm. the Bless model. I gotta say, I'm not I'm not happy about this. You know, Bless came out of Korea, then it came out of Russia, and people people in the West played it from Russia. And then eventually it came out in the West and, and tanked. Mm-hmm. I really hope uh, this game doesn't take like another year or two to come out in the West. Because by then, uh, actually, you know, Blizzard, I think, is working on Diablo 4. The, there's a huge expansion coming out for uh, Path of Exile in 2020. So I think if this game waits till 2020 to come out in the West, like, you know, Europe, Western Europe and America, mm-hmm. it, might just, it, might, it might just be too old by then. It, might, it can't compete with, you know, the 2020 mm-hmm. games. Yeah. But uh, hopefully it doesn't take that long. I think we get an announcement for Lost Ark in the West, in English version, by the end of the year. Announcement, at least. And then, I don't know what's going to come up. I think we'll get some kind of official you know, acknowledgement for really? this release. No, I don't think uh, so. That's my guess. Uh-huh. I think in 2019, in the next six months, we'll get some kind of announcement for it. No, I, think, I think we'll get the announcement next next year, 2020. And then maybe mm-hmm. we'll get like an alpha beta in at the, at the end of 2020. And then, who knows how popular it will be then. Yeah. But yeah, this was, game's coming out. Yeah, this was, this was a really hyped game. Um... I do. I do want to play it eventually, but again, I'm waiting personally. I know. I know a lot of people um, mm. have, have been trying the Korean version, but you know what? I'm going to wait for the full Western release here. Speaking of, uh, you know, another Western release for a game, Estelia. Remember that one? It's coming out in the West. I think uh, later this summer. They said. So uh, show, show a gameplay video for that one. I got. A, I got a bit of an inside scoop here, boys. This is Whoa. a draft right now. Inside scoop. Not supposed to share this with you guys, but I didn't sign Jack, so here we go. I'm going to share it with you guys anyway. I, spell this so I, got, I got a document from uh, the folks over at Stelia basically outlining 
the key differences between the the Western version and the Asian version, the Korean version of the game. So apparently they changed a lot of stuff in the cash shop. You can no longer resell cash shop items for in-game profit, like you can in Black Desert, for example. So they got rid of that feature. Uh, cosmetic items will have no performance-improving mechanics, which I think everyone kind of expected because, remember, this game is free-to-play in uh, South Korea. The game is going to be buy-to-play here in the West. Uh, AP boosting posters are not sold for cash anymore. Estelle card packs are not sold for cash. Apparently, beeswax is not sold for cash, and beeswax is an item sealer. And dungeon tickets are not sold for cash either. So a lot of things in the cash have removed. Uh, apparently... Because they, 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 they're basically saying we're changing a lot for the Western version. That's kind of their spiel, which is why they're charging money for it, right? So besides business model stuff, where some cash shops things are removed, they said uh, they made the combat like animations better. Not sure what that means, but uh, you know they improved the combat animations. I don't buy it. You know why? If they did I don't that, buy it either. If they, did, if they did that, why wouldn't they just add it to the Korean version? Yeah, the Korean version like, can have it too. There's yeah, no reason <laughs> it doesn't mean that's a silly thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, the, the, the way. That, oh yeah, that, probably they, they, you're probably right. Okay, they added um. Dungeon tickets are, you know, you use basically dungeon ticket to enter dungeons. And before, you used to be able to buy those in the cash shop. Now you get daily quests to get those. Everyone's kind of on the same page with dungeon, t- dungeon tickets, which is kind of which is good. And here's what's a weird thing, too. They said there's a quality gameplay improvement, right? And there's no way they didn't add this to the Korean version as well. So originally, apparently, quest credit for monster kills was not shared between party members. I Meaning if two players both had a quest to kill five wolves, they would need to kill ten wolves in total. And they said, we've updated the version so the credit is shared. Did so, it, didn't know, WoW literally like solve this in 2003? Like, come on! Like, yeah. how is it? It's in the four. Yeah. How is it that a game launched in 2019 where the group of group party members don't share the kill quest count? Like, come on! Like, <laughs> yeah, apparently that's a distinction between the age, the Korean version, and the come on. There's no way that's that. Hold on. If I log in to tell you today in the Korean version, I bet the same shit is in the game as well. Like, there's no reason they wouldn't put that in there, right? Maybe they want to encourage you to MMO alone, you know? But don't yeah. party, because then you won't get credit, so don't bother. <laughs> like, the one part where I give them credit for is, sure, their localizations, but that's obviously going to be different, right? They have to actually translate to English, right? And they have some voice voiceover in the game, too. But the one thing they actually apparently did change was their real, like, they put some money into it, is they unlocked the genders. So they, they could have to, like, re-record some kind of, like, you know, if, if a warrior only plays male, for example, they had to put the female character models in the game, which didn't exist before for that class. So they added, uh, the genders will be unlocked for the game. And I'm not sure why this is uh, under wraps, but I'm pretty sure all like the general theme here was discussed in the past. But I mean, I don't know. The full document is apparently a draft mode. They told me not to share it, but you know, they ain't gonna find out. Man, yeah. and for those of you who don't already know, this game is gonna be another Unreal Engine three MMORPG coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, uh, again, I, it, it does look good ish for being Unreal Engine three, but I suspect. Uh, the number of players per you know map is going to be very low, very little mm-hmm. multiplayer going on because the engine is so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Stellia coming out soon, later this summer. I got I got a hot take, more. I'm gonna put it hot on take. This. Let's hear it. So okay, gender lock is the most nonsense issue, and it seems to be a bigger deal here in the West than the East because, like you said, in in uh, in the East, this game is they gender lock. They don't care about gender lock. They don't care. And they I don't care. and I'm gonna say you know I get accused sometimes of being you know sexist, etc., SJW, NTSJW, whatever. But I got no problem with. It gender locks look you, you know if, if in that world in the game sorceresses are female like in diablo 2 that's it that's just the way it is you know there's nothing wrong with that it kind of adds to the role play i think it adds to the world it adds to the immersion and that's just the way it should I mean, be I mean, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it you know i don't think anyone's saying like they just don't like it you know yeah, why what, saying... what, do you, what do you got a problem with it? i mean i like it i like it you know what i'm pro gender lock right but if i want to play uh, a male version of a character or a female version of a character, like th- that's my preference. That's all it is. You know, if, I, if, I, if my preference is not fulfilled, you are not respecting you know, the game world. What? If, if in that game world, right, 
I'm, I'm not trying to say it's like illogical. Yeah, it's their game world. They can put whatever they want in it. But like me as a player, I got the right to bitch. This is America. No, well, right? you, America. You, you, got, you have the right to be wrong. You sure? It's like you know, if you if you, if you walk on the street saying one plus one is th- three, and anyone's, oh, gonna, anyone's gonna arrest I'll, you. I'll, 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 at Starbucks, what do you order? Uh, coffee. All right, you get black coffee at Starbucks. All right, ready? If Starbucks said, you know what, eh, no more black coffee. We don't, we, we don't do black coffee anymore. Uh, I'll go somewhere. Uh, are, you, are, are you gonna be happy about it? Well, I'll, I'll give you the opposite. Because okay, what if I go to Starbucks and I say, yeah, let me get a bubble tea, and they're like, what are you talking about? Get out of here. I'm not gonna because they're already selling coffee. They don't sell bubble tea. So if a general lock is like what they're offering you, and if you walk in there, it's like you asking Starbucks for a bubble tea, and they're not. And they're like, no, we don't. We don't do that. And you say, I, I, I bought the tapioca myself. Just you know, whip it up for me. They're like, no, get out of here. What are you like? Get out of here. We don't want here. Exactly. As Canary said, developers right to do a general log, employers right to not pick that or pick that game and play something else. That's fine. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. oh yeah, yeah. You, you can you can play any game you want. But, but that's that's what people are saying basically. It's like, okay, this game is like I'm gonna skip it, right? And that that's nah, they're whining, they're whining, they go to forums, think... they go to forums, they oh, whine no. about it. No, what they're saying is like fix this, oh my god, this all right, well this is general log, I ain't playing this game, you know. If you no, that, that play, is not I'll play it. that is not what they're saying. They're going on forums that, and whining. That's what they're saying. They're not like writing in like emails every day. Oh, they are. They oh they are. No, nobody cares that much. Like Shu, for example, Shirelia, right? A friend of mine, uh, when she plays a game, she can't play a female character. She's like, okay, I'm just not going to play this game. You know, like she wants to play a female character on whatever class she wants to play. And that's a deal breaker for her. I mean, who, I, mean I, I don't think it, I, Listen, it's invalid. We don't need your bigoted kind in here, all right? Bigoted? Why is yes, it bigoted? If you are against gender locks, you're bigoted. Explain. You are trying to impose on that company. Uh, but that that's like saying. If like if you're a bathroom, and it says like no colored people allowed, and if you if, if you protest that you're bigoted, Wait, is, that, pro- is that your logic? What? Is, uh, what you heard me? No, no, no. What? There it is. See? Play the character offered. All right, or don't whine. Yeah. If you don't whine, and don't play. That's fine. Okay. If we don't whine, nothing gets changed. I'll tell you, all right. If we didn't whine, we'd still have slavery. All right. What? <laughs> whine to change things. All right. No logical reason for gender lock. Well, but, okay. So, for example, in a uh, in Diablo two, right, the barbarian is male, right? Um, yeah. Now, clearly, the barbarian being male, it does have an effect. It's lo- it is logical because men are you know burlier, right? And whoa, if- whoa! It's twenty nineteen, Alta. We don't know that. That's up for debate. Well, now. in that world, in the world of uh, what's the world called in Diablo? Sanctuary, Oof. sanctuary. In the world of sanctuary. Okay, the world of sanctuary. The barbarian race are both. And in the world of sanctuary, the world of sanctuary is a misogynistic place well, that, has, well, that has a hatred well, for women. No, yeah, no, no, know. that's not true. Because the, the sorceresses are female, right? So only the woman can cast pow pow magic. No, you got you got necromancers that cast pow pow magic. The diff- too. different kind of magic. The, the fire kind of magic. fire ice is a uh, female only. Okay. So you gotta respect that world. All right. All right. You gotta respect that world, boys. I, it's not a deal breaker for me either. Honestly, I don't really care. But I I, I can't tell someone like if someone says it's a big deal for them. I mean, it's a big deal for them, you know, whatever, you know. You can't write that off, you know. Oh, I just did. And only black people can be holy paladins. There you go. Good, and, uh, good. Hey. You know, you know let's, let's, look, hold on. let's look back at Diablo 2 for a moment and appreciate the diversity of our cast here, right? You have black holy paladin. You have uh, you know, a female sorceress. You got a little bit of everything. You know, the game's got a good, good cast of, you know, diversity. But good I, for them. What I like They're to see. They're very progressive, you know. And, and was there was an assassin an Asian person, Asian Asian girl? I mean, I know, she no. was she was female. I don't know. I forgot Diablo two class. Was she? What, I couldn't really tell her race. I don't know. She. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm just kind of stereotyping because like ninjas are all like female, you know. I don't see race, so it's hard for me to tell. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't see gender either, right? I'll no, tell you. don't see gender, race. You, you just see people, you know. <laughs> I just I just see zeros and ones. 
<laughs> when I look at you, I just see I just see some uh, binary. You two had it right. Gender lock. Honestly, what's funny is like I don't think anybody actually gave a shit about gender lock back. Yeah, in no one did. No one cared. I'm nobody cared. Literally nobody cared. No. Was there one post on like Battle.net forums back in like 2000? Oh my, oh my god, god. Diablo 2, I can't play this game because can't play a male sorcerer. Literally not one, alright? I hate this Pull it up, somebody, if it's out there. Archive.org, that shit. See if you can find it. Now, everybody wants exactly the uh, Noji 12, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna zoom in on this assassin. Let's try to figure out her race. Alright, let's figure it out. It's hard to tell. Affiliation Viz Jaktar. Maybe she's Arab or something. All right. Actually, somebody mentioned the lolly thing. I have to share this picture. All right. Chaos Shield linked me this image earlier. I'll show this picture on, uh, on stream. It's a comic. All right. Copy link. This is this is me. What the Dickens is this? The dad. What would, uh, let's see. What have I told you, son? I don't want any of that furry crap. This is strictly a lolly household. That's that's me right there, boys. Nice. I'm the dad there. Alright, did you get to the bottom of it all time? What is the female uh what is the female she, assassin? Is it is, is it Asian? Are they Asian? I don't think they're Asian. They belong to the Viz Taktar. I don't know what this is. It sounds uh it's it sounds Araby to me. Alright. We don't know. It's up in the air, boys. Alright, what do we got next? What do we got next? We got we, we, we got the we got the the Pokemon Go clone. Pokemon oh we got a couple of Pokemon Go clones, guys. So There's we, more than one. Oh there are there are you'd be surprised how many Pokemon Go clones there are, baby. So which one you start with one? I I will one up you. Alright, all right, Square Enix boys. Square Enix uh, announced apparently uh like a couple days ago that they're making their own Pokemon Go clone and it's quite literally a Pokemon Go clone. It's called uh Dragon Quest Walk. Check the bad boy out. Right. I dropped it in uh Twitch chat by accident. But uh this game Looks just like Pokemon Go. Uh, you, you run around collecting uh, characters. And what's remarkable is just how powerful this Pokemon Go like knockoff potential is, right? So the day they announced this, Square Enix stock went up 7%. Right? So 7% increase in Square Enix stock is enough to add $250 million to the value of Square Enix. The company is $250 million more valuable when they announced a Pokemon Go clone. And, it, and it's exactly that, a Pokemon Go clone. How is that possible? It is uh, it is a, a remarkable. And honestly, when I heard this, and when I heard Square Enix making a Pokemon Go clone, I thought they were going to include all their characters, including mainly the Final Fantasy characters, right? Mm -hmm. But in fact, it's I was wrong. It's actually the Dragon, Dragon, Quest. Just Dragon Quest franchise, not not the Final Fantasy people. And I don't think Dragon Quest has anywhere near the international appeal that like Final Fantasy does, for example. And Dragon Quest is fairly big in Japan. So for that reason, the game is coming out in Japan. Uh, there's no word on international release. And I don't think it's going to get international release because it just doesn't have the same cachet as Pokemon. Which Pokemon Go kind of dominates you know, the world. Even in Japan, though, it's kind of weird because I'm, a lot of people in Japan are playing Pokemon Go. Like, why? I mean, Dragon Quest is not nearly as powerful as a franchise as Pokemon. All right. So it's a bit of an oddball, this one. It, but it was enough to move the move the company quite a bit. It is an oddball, and I got an even oddball for you. Perhaps you mm -hmm. haven't heard of this. So Minecraft is making a Minecraft right. Pokemon Go version. And now let's, let's watch this trailer together, boys. The Minecraft Pokemon Go now? Yep. Uh, I mean, it's the same spiel, basically. There's some AR, like, locations around the world. You, like, visit them. Unlock them or something. Click on them, and you. I don't know what you collect. Maybe blocks. I don't know. Yeah, at least you put. At least you put your helmet on. All right. This is some good. Uh, good messaging. Yeah, but uh, it, it is remarkable how uh, copycat this industry is, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Niantic themselves, the guys who make Pokemon Go, are releasing a Harry Potter version this year. It should be out. Why? 
who needs more than one of these? Like, is that would be like, oh my god, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm walking, I'm gonna collect my, my Dragon Quest walk, I'm gonna get my Harry Potter uh, walk game, I'm gonna get my, you know, I'm gonna get my Pokemon, so I'm gonna get all four of my walk things at once. Like, why? Well, I, I think Harry Potter will actually do pretty well, uh, but only in, in the West. I don't think, I don't think, uh, does Harry Potter have cachet in like uh, Japan? I, I don't, I don't so. know. I can collect a Luna Love Good, best girl. There you go. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen, I think we've talked about the Harry Potter one before on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter Wizards Unite. I'm gonna search if there's any. I wonder if there's any gameplay for this. It's just a reskin of Pokemon Go. Come on. Just a reskin Pokemon Go. Ain't nobody got. Ain't nobody got this. All right, boy. What's going on in this trailer? Whoa. This is a very like artistic video. There's no gameplay here. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. This what, is in Garbo. I don't know what's going on in this video. Forget about it. Yeah. Anyway, there you go, guys. You got. Now you got. You got at least four choices when it comes to Pokemon Go. I got something more exciting. I'll tell you. We got an amazing new battle royale game. All right. This is remarkable. I was. I was shook when I saw this game existed. Nine Dragons, the 2004 and more PG, 2005 and more PG. It's like 13, 14 years old. They made a spin-off Battle Royale game in 2019. It just came out. This is real. A Battle Royale based on Nine Dragons. If you even know what Nine Dragons is, good for you. All right, This game is old as fuck. But, wow. Why is this a thing? Uh, why is this playable? I made a video. It's uh, pretty janky. Only 20-something only players per map, which kind of makes no sense because the maps are really big. This is like proof that we're in a bubble for Battle Royale. Remember like, a couple years ago? Every, every company, every franchise making a MOBA... Like, everyone was making MOBA. There were so many MOBAs coming out, and they were all failing. Now there's so many Battle Royale games coming out that even Nine Dragons made a video, made their own uh, you know, game for this. And it's really, really weird. If you skip ahead in the video, you can see it's just like when some action starts happening. It's a very janky uh, gameplay. I want you to explain um, to people the, the the drops, the airdrops. Yeah, so so like, you know, you're playing PUBG, there's an airdrop, right? But if you're playing uh, if you're playing this game, I think you have to skip, uh, you skip ahead to show the, the character in the game. But in this game, instead of an airdrop, it's just a mysterious girl is spawning. So instead of airdrops, a mysterious girl, and then they appear on the map. This this icon of a girl, and when you find a mysterious girl, it's like this like booby girl walking around, and you you can talk to her, and like when you talk to her, she goes like hi, how are you or something, and she literally disappears, and in her place is like five like items that drop on the floor, that's like the equivalent of an airdrop in Nine Dragons Kung Fu Arena. It's just really weird. Like what was wrong with the airdrop system, or like it just makes it just weird that they just turn to these items. That was like probably my favorite part of the video because I can zoom in on the on the chick and you can see her. Well, I'm trying to find. Oh, here we go. I found her. All right, here we go, guys. Yeah. So the airdrops are literally these like uh, big booby Chinese princesses. Obviously, you can see what I'm trying to do with the with the camera. And and the, the, they're just literally walking straight. Okay, here you got her. Yeah, they walk around. The mysterious lady. It's an airdrop. Interacting with mysterious lady. Boom. There she goes. She have three books for you. Read up. There you go. Just three books from her. But that's the airdrops. You know, you pick up the loot. And then uh, there's two of them on the map. And the map is insanely big, which is kind of weird for a game with 20-plus players in it. So it, it, it was a really weird experience. And I actually ended up winning the game. I'm not sure if I'm playing against actual players or bots. bots. The names were like... No, no, they had like real player-ish names, so I don't know for sure. But like, you know, I don't know. It, it could have went either way. Yeah, there are currently 45 people playing this game online on Steam right now. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's Honestly, like, if you want to know what bad map design is, I recommend playing this game because like, there are little details you don't really appreciate when playing like Fortnite or PUBG, for example, right? So you keep, in the map on that screen, there's like these two bridges, right? You can see the bridges? 
Like before, while you try to cross one of the bridges, there's like an alternate path that's kind of like away from the bridge, right? And it goes for like three minutes down. So you're going down this path on the side of the bridge for three minutes in one direction. And when you get to the end, there's nothing. It's a wall. You need to turn back around and run back for three minutes. Like that was, why would they put that in the game? It's like this like little like trap where you just walk in there and you waste your time for three minutes. You got to turn back around for three more minutes. It just seems like this whole map was put together with very little thought. And you don't really appreciate map design until you see a really bad map. Because I think you realize when you're playing Fortnite or PUBG, okay, like you may not love the map, but it, it just works, right? There's no obvious big flaws with it the way there is in this game. And it's only when you see a really, really bad map do you realize what the problem is. So you can see in the video right now, I am I am wrecking this guy with from a distance. I don't think you realize what the hell's going on. I, and that's a good point, though. I think, especially for like, if you're interested in game design, it's, it's important to play bad games to see where they went wrong and how they <laughs> fell into it. Because clearly they're trying, right? They're, they weren't trying to make a bad game on purpose. Uh, <laughs> so see where they went wrong. It's important to play these dukers once in a while it's a pretty spicy fight right here all that look at this the two guys were ganging that dude okay so I'm a, I'm a, the, the combat is basically just mashing left click so i tried to block earlier it didn't do anything the defense key your character puts your shield up and nothing happens it, it just looks so, like you're just trading blows like you're literally taking we, turns we, yeah we, we're taking turns auto attacking yeah look at that victory boys easy it, it also feels like you're not controlling a character, but like a vehicle, because like you're turning like a motorcycle. Like yeah, it's it's bizarre. You know, it's like, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm never gonna play this game again, by the way. Obviously, but like if you want to see a like bad game, give it a try. A ringing endorsement. Yeah, we do. We do. We keep our view. We keep our videos pretty legit. Right? If a game sucks, I enjoy. Like I actually enjoy playing bad games more. So I might do like more mobile game videos, only because I like playing bad games and I like shitting on bad games. You know, and, and it's fun to shit on bad games. You know, I do want to do more first videos for like PC games, but the thing is, like, there really aren't that many more PC games. As new PC and most come out, I'm going to do first looks for them, but there, there just aren't that many the way there are for, um, you know, all these mobile games. Like every day, every week, there's like a big mobile game coming out. You know, so I, I want more PC games. But I'd rather play PC games, but there's there's nothing coming out. One v two? No, it's more like yeah. We, we one guy got ganked, and then I killed the guy remaining over there. Yeah, so there's like a tier one sword, tier two, tier three. There's three tiers of weapons. And you get two weapons at once, and you get like two skills at once. They're different tiers as well. But it's it's this game is pretty pretty iffy. I miss the good old days, Venoxian. Same. We had a new game coming out every week. And there's a reason my character name is Remo. I would have I actually had to make it Remo Tay, but Remo Tay was a forbidden word. So apparently it was like a, it called the filter for curse words. So Remo Tay was not allowed, but Remo was. So I'm curious what part of it got caught in the filter. Doesn't really make any sense, right? Mote Ote. None of these are curse words, but it got it got caught in the filter. No, but I went with Remo, and it got like Remo was allowed, but Remo Tay wasn't. So emo was in emo was in Remo, right? So the name is allowed, but Remo Tay was not allowed, which is why I was a little confused. But who knows? You got anything else out there? Well, there's a uh, loot box related thing going on. All right, all right, let's talk about loot boxes. So Google is now going to require. Um, <laughs> All games in the in the Google Play Store to have um, the odds for all the loot box items, uh, you know, listed. I approve. This is a this it's is a, this big is, win for players. Yes, this is actually a law in China. The government did it for many years. Here in the West, we are now getting it, uh, from, you know, privately from the companies. But I do suspect they are kind of preempting. I think Google realizes um, that this is now in the air. So I think they're preempting legislation and doing it because they know kind of know it's it's in the pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a question. So going forward, we'll see all the loot box rates for everything on Google Play, right? Do you know when the date is for that? No, I, I don't have the details. Uh, and now the question is, will they have to be in in game, or can they, will it just be good enough to have it on their website or maybe the Play Store? 
uh, page, you know, like some kind of hidden hidden thing at the bottom. I don't know. Hopefully, it'll just be right there in the in the game. Uh, I think it'd be really good, for, really good for players. I don't think it's gonna discourage players from spending money, though. Is the thing. Like, I I don't know why they were so hesitant to put it there before. I don't think like if you if you want if anything it might make you like want to spend more money because like if you get a, if you get like a really one percent item it'll be more special this way you know so I don't know I, I don't think it's gonna like reduce player spending if that makes sense uh yeah I, I might why not I mean it is good though I think the main thing is the players should have information we should all know what we're buying what we're getting and then we can make a more informed decision but you could never actually know what you're buying in a loot box there's always the you know percentages and what you want you know. Sure, but I think I think people seeing the loop, the, the percentages will help. Mm -hmm. I, I prefer an admin system. All right, you don't have a loot box; you just spend eight thousand dollars to get VIP level seven. All right, that's what you got to do. All right. Yeah. Hey, at least they uh, publish it. You know, you can see it. Yeah, seven thousand. That's there. There is. You know, there's somebody out there, Altai, that spends seven thousand dollars on admins online. You know, I bet there are multiple people that spend seven thousand dollars. Pretty crazy. We we live in quite the world. We do. We do. We do indeed. I got a, no. I got a game trailer. You want to watch? Uh, sure. Put it on. I love Have you heard trailers. of Rocket Arena? It's a, that new three v three shooter. I think it's a Nexon. Yeah, it's a ne by Nexon. Yeah. It's it. I do want to see more simple, quick arena shooters like this, right? But I don't know if this is the one, boys. I don't know. That's a good point. Lost Kitty has actually made a really good point. That never helps. Do people even care about the calories at fast food joints? I actually, they I do. personally do. I think I it matters. I think it matters. Really? I think if people see it, they do. They do care. Do you think? Don't you think aren't Americans still gaining weight no. since those since those came came into effect? That's a good question. I can. We should look it up. But I, I do know the child obesity rates have kind of plateaued. Like they they stopped going up. All right. So I think it does help. Now I do think it should be more visible. A lot of them hide it. It should be literally the same text size as the name of the product and the price. Mm -hmm. So in a menu, it should be like, you know, literally like, you know, cheesecake, four ninety nine, you know, five eight hundred calories, whatever. It should be all. That's the thing. I feel like if, I'm the, if if you could see when you're at the Cheesecake Factory, boys, and it tells you right on the menu one slice of cheesecake, like fourteen hundred calories. Who's gonna buy that cheesecake? Like, come on. Like, I love cheesecake, guys, but if it's staring me in the face, fourteen hundred calories. That's like half my daily calories in one cheesecake. Fuck that. And then, I, you know, some people obviously would still just devour it. That's fine. But uh, I think, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for those trying to make... For, okay, here, I'll give you a good example, guys. Uh, I like Popeyes, right? Uh, yeah. I, I just used to get, like, the 9 or 11-piece fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Big, big old serving of chicken. And then I, I saw the calorie count uh, in, in fried chicken. And right and they have an offer there for grilled chicken at uh, Popeyes. And then I saw the, the grilled chicken was, like, literally less than half. So I said, let me let me try the grilled chicken. And, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It, it's not as good, right? But it's not half as good. It's, it's more than half. You know, it's more than half. It's more than 50% the goodness. Okay. Most people are not going to run those the numbers you just ran in their head. They, well, me like chicken. Om nom nom. I get good chicken, right? Well, That's you know what? You know what? I, I'm now getting the grilled chicken at Popeye's, and it's because I saw the calories. I like that Ash, though. He goes, if I, if I saw a burger with 5,000 calories, I'd be like, holy shit, and I'd devour that burger. If anything, like... Yeah, this is, this is like this is like three thousand calories. It must be fucking delicious. Let me get that. Let me get two of them. More flavor per cake. Keto all the way. You know, I think keto is uh, it works if you can pull it off, but uh, it takes too much discipline. There's too many temptations in this world. Mm -hmm. As, you yeah, know, I mean, that is a that is a foreign concept to me. People, I know people on the other end, but you know, they can't eat enough, right? They have a, they just have a. They they have a calorie deficit, right? Just naturally, they just don't like eating. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird people, bunch of weird people. You get like aliens. 
How do you not like eating? If I if I could just eat what I wanted, I would I would just eat like eight thousand calories a day at least. Same. Eating is like probably the most play like one of the best joys of life after like, like on par with like porn. Thoughts? Wow. Best joys of life. Dude, listen, listen. Like the top top three things to do. Okay, of live. It's top three reasons to live. Three most top three IRL things to do. Number one, play video games. Okay. Two. Number Co- two, cocaine. Eat. Eat, no, then three porn. I'm not, you know, alcohol, drugs, eh, not excited for it, right? Give me, those are my top three, all right? I get those three taken care of, I'm good, all right? But have you tried cocaine? I have I have not tried cocaine. For gambling. Before gambling, yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that one. Gambling is fun as fuck, too, so that's number four. That's kind of up there with video games. Video games and gambling are kind of the same, all right? Heroin is the shit. Nice, straight laced. Uh, this food, uh, all this fast food and stuff—it's it's basically like putting crack in our water. You know, we gotta we gotta control this one day. One day, not this day, not this day. One day. All right, I got one one more small thing. Uh, we've been talking about Honor of Kings uh, and Arena Valor quite a bit here on the on the on this on the stream, but the game is not doing so well uh, in the in the West apparently. Arena Valor is uh, basically we put up an article on Mos.com. There's big uh, expose. I'm not sure. A big, big article on uh, Reuters about Arena Valor. Basically, Tencent is giving up on the game in the West. Uh, it just has not achieved the success that it's achieved in uh, in China and Southeast Asia. I think in China the game is 55 million um, daily active or monthly active us- daily active users or monthly active one of those. And in the West, it only has 200,000 or 150,000. So it's doing so well in China, but it just has not caught up here in the West. And uh, the game in, in Southeast Asia has got 14 million. I think monthly active users, so it's doing really well in China, really well in Southeast Asia. But America is just not interested in playing good mobile games. You know, we, we want to play we want to play shitty mobile games. They're like mobile strategy games. That's our jam. Americans love playing you know casual mobile games and pay to win mobile strategy games. That's it. You know, the new HBO, uh, you know, mobile strategy game. The, the that nonsense. People like that crap. But uh, Arena Valor, I still maintain, is it's definitely one of the better mobile games or any mobile mobile. I mean, there's um. There's a few of them, Vainglory as well, but apparently, apparently, Vainglory is doing even worse. The numbers on that on that one were down quite a bit. I think I think people in the West realize that if you're gonna play like a serious game, like a okay, here's a distinction I'll make: a live action game, right? Mm-hmm. So when you gotta actually move around in real time, you're not gonna do it on mobile. Okay, you're just not. You're gonna do it on your console or your PC. So that's mm-hmm. why games like uh, those strategy games are not real action. They're not like live action. They're um, timed, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Candy Crush, those kind of games, those, you can all you can play those at your leisure on the phone. It's not like you know you got to keep moving. You can't you, know, you can't you can put it, you can't put it down. Um, those games can't do aren't doing well in the West. Whereas in Asia, for whatever reason, they've made the total switch to, to mobile for everything like action shooter, RPG, everything. So I, I looked through an article there, Central Tower. It shows um, apparently Mobile Legends U.S. revenue grew thirty three percent. They made five point eight million dollars last month. So the most popular of these mobile games, mobile uh, like League clones. In the West is a game called uh, Mobile Legends. And this was in the news, I think, a year or so ago. We covered it back then. And Riot Games ended up suing these guys because of... I linked you the actual lawsuit, okay? So Riot Games sued these guys about a year and a half ago for copying... For copyright infringement, right? So the actual lawsuit itself, if you look at it, it's pretty interesting because it shows you just how much the game is copied. So if you look, look at these pictures again, like if you scroll down to page 8, for example, it describes Annie in, um, in, in League of Legends. And it shows you uh, Emily from uh, the game, you know, from... from from uh, from this game over here, Mobile Legends, right? Nice. So look, just look at the pictures. The the riot versus uh, you know, 
the infringing content versus the original content. Like it's so obviously ripped off. Yeah. Even like if you look at Garen, look at the look at the Mobile Legends like page. It's basically Garen on page eleven. It's actually so <laughs> painfully stolen. It should be worth noting that uh, I think one of the reasons uh, Tencent gave up on Arena Valor in the West is because they decided finally, with, and they they coaxed Riot into this. They're actually making an official League of Legends and mobile version now. Mm-hmm. So I think that will be their flagship in the West, League yes. of Legends and mobile. Because since obviously Arena Valor has taken off, they're going to give up on that. Arena, you know, League of Legends mobile will be in the West, and I think Arena Valor, or Honor of Kings, will just continue doing its thing in the East. Mm-hmm. So if, I, I I love this lawsuit because if you scroll down to like all the way to the exhibit page, like page twenty seven, page twenty eight, you can see just how all the knockoff versions of their characters from these games. And uh, my my favorite is uh, Misfortune and Jolie. It's so like cringe. Look at page thirty. It's so obviously stolen. Thirty page thirty and page thirty one are my favorites. Lux and Karna and Misfortune and Jolie. Like bullet time is Misfortune's ability. Uh, Jolie's ability in Mobile Legends is called Shooting Frenzy. It's shooting Frenzy. <laughs> it's the same thing. Did make it rain barrage fire. The ones for Lux are even better. Lux is Final Spark, and then she's got Magic Flash, Light Binding, and they have Magic in Prison. Light Binding. They're literally uh, like synonyms for each other. Magic in Prison and Light Binding. It's it's hilarious. Uh, I'm confused by uh, Nami here. Why is Nami's name Murphy? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, get that one. Tiding, you got Raging Sea versus Tidal Wave. So interestingly, Riot actually won this lawsuit, right? So what they did was they had to change the character, like the, the ability names and some of the character models. So they did change it in the game. And they also had to pay Riot like $2 million for the lawsuit. But like this game makes $6 million a month now. So $6 million a month, they had to pay out $2 million. Ain't no biggie. And they changed a few things around. But it, it's really weird that like, it, it's so obviously copyright infringement. So like you can't just pay a $2 million fine after you've basically stolen Riot's content and grew like it's the big game with the stolen shit. They obviously can afford to pay that small ass fee, you know? I think the fine should have been way larger. I love I love this Wukong one. So Wukong is called Monk Sun. <laughs> and his uh Nimbus Strike is is uh translated to King Kong Defense. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong Defense? Nice. I think they're mixing their monkeys here. <laughs> I like Ziggs and Watson. So it just it just oh my there's there's such like this is so shameful. Like this is the Chinese mentality. It's just it's so shameful what they what they do. I, this Pantheon of Spartacus. Yeah, you know what? I'll give him a pass. Like even Pantheon's kind of a generic character, so like you know, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing special there. But like Leona and Seely, Solar Flare became Solar Punishment. Shield of Daybreak became Shield Bash. You know, these are the same things. I don't know. I, I I think if you do this level of blatant infringement, like I don't think League of Legends owns the copyright to the art style, right, or the game modes. Like that's obviously anyone can do. But when you when you show this level of disregard for like the actual character, like for the actual copyrighted content the character designs themselves and their abilities hey this is not this this shows like bad faith they should just be they should get injunction against they, they should be banned from america right? ban these knockoff chinese games if they're gonna if they're gonna be this level of you know theft right, um, okay and and yet this these are the kind of people that uh blizzard is giving their ip to yes that's the thing yeah. you know blizzard is letting uh netties make diablo immortal and this like they, they have games like this where they copy things as well At least right one, they got a few million off of them. Well, I, I, well, at the end of the day, it was basically Tencent. It was one Chinese company got two million from another one. Yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, that's it. Right. You got anything else? Or are you hanging on the post game? I think we're ready for the post game, boys. All right, let's go. Post game it up, boys. Thanks for watching YouTube, and we'll see you next week. All right, later for YouTube.